Batman Universe. Hey guys, welcome back to the Batman Universe, your source for all the Batman news all over the internet for the week or two weeks, depending on when we do it. <laughs> as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Andy DiGenova, and joining me as always is my bat chum, Jamie Magoo. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Andy. What's up, buddy? Welcome back. Same to you. Yeah, we took last week off because it was actually a really, really quiet week after the trailer. Yeah, there's when these things happen, it's like everybody's kind of just... Letting it sink in. And, yeah, you know, it's like it's like there's the, the big thunderclap, and then there's silence for yeah, a bit. Yeah. So uh, we took the week off. Hopefully you forgave us, but we are back this week to share all the latest news. If you didn't forgive us, you're probably not listening. Yeah, so. then you're like, just hell with those guys. <laughs> Done. Dunzo. Um, anyway, so let's get started, Jamie. Yeah, man. So I just wanted to touch on if there was any other things uh, from the get-go that have uh, in the decompression mode that have hit you or that you have, you know, your opinion has changed or that you've noticed um, since the two weeks have gone by since the BBS For the trailer? trailer? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of where I was. I still really like it, you know? I still like it. I'm still good with Doomsday. I got no issue with that. Um, the trailer played last night when I went to see Star Wars. See, it didn't play at the theater I was at. They played some... Like Heavenly Child, some really dramatic movie oh, with weird. Jennifer Garner, and it was like everybody was just kind of like, Ugh. we got we got Batman v Superman, which was amazing, and yeah. then we got like the Angry Birds movie, and I was like, why are you showing the Angry Birds movie before <laughs> Star Wars? For the you kids. crazy people! I mean, at least that has like kind of a relation, and the Star Wars Angry Birds is a pretty big deal. This, yeah, I, I guess that's true. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, so I saw the trailer last night, mm-hmm. uh, I and in a completely packed theater the biggest reaction came from wonder woman you yeah. i heard a couple hoop, hoops and hollers for cool. wonder woman um so and then i started the applause when the trailer ended yeah. and about half the audience joined me <laughs> the other half didn't but uh i you know i still like the show but what i noticed is the, the one that played before the movie felt slightly abbreviated hmm. like you know how in the trailer they had a couple of those shots where the they like cut frames out to make yeah. it look like jump, jump, jump. Just a little sneaker. to make it go faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one I saw before Star Wars felt like it had a lot more of that mm-hmm. to kind of get through it faster to maybe cut it down to a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was noticeable. Yeah. I didn't like it as much because it was throughout the entire thing where it right. got to be a little distracting. Whereas yeah. in the trailer on online, it does it like twice, and yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, it was great to see it on the big screen. Uh, I was very yeah, happy. With I was it. I was really disappointed that because we got the Civil War trailer, but we didn't. Oh, get we didn't get Civil War. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so it's weird. It's a toss up. Yeah, man. But so we got the Jungle Book. Yeah. You know, like it's weird. I didn't even get that. Yeah. The the mix of trailers we got was so unusual. Actually, the Civil War one was the only one that I was like, "Well, wow, that, that was, was a good trailer." Yeah. yeah. All the rest of them, I'm like, "What the hell?" Uh, so yeah, I really would have liked to have seen that again. But you know, yeah, I, I feel the same, honestly. Which is nice. Um, no, nobody's arguments or kind of things, especially people that have said things against this movie, have really swayed me. Just because, you know, I think in talking more to other people, especially I've showed a couple people who hadn't seen it, they're kind of more on the outside looking in. They've seen the movies and stuff, but they're they're not like following it uh, intensely. And and I asked them things about like Lex and you know how they felt about him and his performance and they were like no actually I think it's fine and I was like oh you don't think he's too quirky and they're like well Gene Hackman was pretty quirky too and I'm like eh, totally you know so it's kind of cool to to have that settle and uh, despite you know the, the malice of the internet I've, yeah. I've held yeah. on and it's like yeah it's great I'm really enjoying it I, I agree with you yeah and what, what the nice thing is that even though there was kind of that wave of negativity around the trailer, I feel like it's kind of dissipated already. Yeah. You know, like, you know, people jumped on it for a few days, but then people just move on. And yeah. yesterday, no, two days ago, as of this recording, it'll be a little longer when, when you listen to it, we got the posters. And yeah. by the time the posters came out, I felt like a lot of the trailer negativity had kind of gone away. Yeah. So it was like renewed excitement. Based on the posters, yeah. Well, so, so the good thing is people move on quickly, and I don't think that in the end it's going to really affect the film. What, yeah. The only thing that really disappoints me is just how large a group of people just truly want to hate this movie. Like, yeah. like, and that concerns me, and that bothers me that they 
there is very little that you're going to do to change their minds because they cannot wait to hate it. Well, and I get that from the get-go, they just didn't like – they didn't like Man of Steel. They don't like Zack Snyder. They don't like Ben Affleck and what – you know, they don't like this incarnation of Batman and the way he looks. And, you know, if they're already just really dislike most of the things in this universe, then it's like just check out. Just check out. Just – there's going to be another Batman eventually. Like this is not yeah. the end, you know. I mean, go see the Jungle Book. Yeah, go see the Jungle Book, which is, and, is opening around the same time. Yeah, exactly. And and so you know that is is always bizarre to me how people will continue if they really feel that way from the get go. They're like, this isn't for me. Why they continue still watching it? And you know, um, somebody had commented that they were laughing. Um, the whole way through the BBS trailer, like it was like, the, is are you serious? You know, and, and I'm like, I why even waste your time watching it then if you don't even like it? You know, at all? It's just it's just kind of bizarre. They laughed through it. Yeah, like they just thought it was ridiculous. But I I don't get it because I feel like so many of the challenges that especially people who are so pro Marvel, you know, mm-hmm. and what they were doing and their challenges to you know the people who are creating this you know, DC universe that they've met those, those challenges, you know, they've brought their own style of humor. They've got their own thing going. I, it's very different from what Marvel's done. And I think that, you know, there are some that just love what Marvel's done and that's all they want really. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, you know, but don't, don't say, you know, it's either going to be, it's basically a, a catch 22 because there are, they going to be, those people are going to say, well, you're just copying Marvel and you'll never be Marvel and it's not yeah, good enough. Right. Or, if it's too much of a departure, which I think it is, rightly so and greatly so, mm-hmm. um, they're just like, well, it's not, it's not what Marvel's done, so it's not for me. So yeah. it's well, like, it's it, kind of true. Why worry? In that, it's like we've been hearing, especially since Man of Steel, is DC. Why is everything going to be dark and gritty? Why is everything going to be so dark? Why can't you have some fun like Marvel? Why can't you make it? You know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of fun and levity, and you you don't have to be so dark for everything. Not everybody's dark, and then. This trailer comes out and it's got a sense of fun. It's like, oh, so now we're quipping, now we're joking in yeah. a DC movie. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you want? Honestly, like, there is nothing that will make you happy. Yeah, it's. I don't. I truly don't get this nature that uh, of of people that, that just hate everything. I don't. I don't get the joy of that. Like, I would much rather find a way to like something. Yeah. That you know, I seek out when I really don't like something, and I, I will either just commit the, the like I just don't like it, it's not for me and just move on uh-huh. or I will seek out others opinions or other perspectives to figure out how this may have missed the mark for me yeah and a lot of times I find a way like you know what even though I don't really care for it I wish it was a different way I understand why they did it this way but the idea that just anything that anyone makes just hating on it like or just for the sake of it I'm just like that's the typical non-creator Mindset. People yeah, who don't yeah. make things for a living, it's easy for them to hate, you know. But it's like you make something, and I would love to see if anyone likes it, you mm-hmm. know. And it's it's very hard, <laughs> right? All that to say, you had mentioned the new posters. Yeah, uh, let's get those. Out. Out. Those are kind of the biggest news of the week for BVS. Mm-hmm. Is is we finally got three character posters for the film. We knew new posters would be coming because we couldn't just sit on those IMAX ones forever. Yeah, um, got one for Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were at a work fu- at a work function <laughs> when uh, don't I, tell too much. Andy. I looked at my phone and I went, "Oh, there's something going on!" And so we we looked at them together and we're like, "Oh, awesome!" Uh, so I have a new wallpaper for my iPhone as yeah. I do whenever we get another one of these. Um, what'd you think of them? Well, you know what I thought of him, Andy. Uh, Andy was, was I'm playing was, dumb. For he the, was he was yeah for the, the sake of the listeners. Uh, well, Andy was you know he was the one who showed me them, and I was. I was very excited uh, first seeing the Cavill, uh, the Superman poster. He just looks mean and just awesome. I, I think yeah. this might be my favorite image of him so far in all of the images. That I agree. Seen. I think it's the. I think he looks the best he's ever looked. Yeah. And he's got the. He's got the little spit curl. He's, yeah, going. he's got. Yeah, it's his hair's a little must, but yeah. just so. And I, I and and yeah, I mean, you're you're right. He looks 
Very determined. Yeah. But it wouldn't have made sense for him to be smiling. No, no, exactly. And it, But it doesn't look like the, the the kind of... It's funny, there's a total difference between like that evil look that we've seen in that nightmare. In the nightmare, vision, yeah. You know, where he really looks like a bad guy versus this, where it's just like kind of the... Where he's just ready to fight. Strong-willed yeah. determination, yeah. yeah, ready to fight kind of look. And then following the... the then the uh, Wonder Woman, which was like th- through the roof. Was right. like, my God, this is gorgeous. She just looks... Fantastic. Definitely my favorite shot of her uh, mm. thus far, even though it's kind of a cropped image. Um, so love, love that. And then the Batman one is very cool, but um, you would comment, and I agree, uh, wish it wasn't the armored. Yeah, wish it, was, wish it was standard Batman, not armor Batman, Yeah, which yeah. is a shame. I don't know why they, they made that call. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so it's, 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 it's a little disappointing that my least favorite of the three is Batman. Yeah. But it is. But, hey, you know what? If anything, it just just goes to show, you know, we're not just totally biased. Like, we love Batman. But yeah. it's like, I think with a sense of reality here, we're not just singing his praises all the time. He's the exactly. best. down with I everything mean, else. I mean, he's still you know? the best. But, I mean, of, yeah. but looking at these three posters, uh, <laughs> he comes in third. Yeah, Sorry. It's like, fine. It's like, fine. Wonder Woman, easily the mm-hmm. best. It's amazing. It's mm-hmm. that's that is my that is my phone wallpaper. She looks amazing. She looks great. Such a great poster. And uh, again, just the look of these, and you know, yeah, you talk about the dark grittiness and whatever, and they look very. Um, it, it's so interesting. It's like, and actually, even just looking at this image, it's like. Uh, we have on here, but it's the um, the shot where Henry Cavill is. I keep calling him Henry Cavill. Superman is hovering above the house when those people are in distress when they right. put this S on the roof. Everything looks like it has that. It's a cloudy day, but the sun is breaking through. Uh-huh. Everything's overcast, but there's still a beam of light. That's yeah. how those images look too. Oh, I yeah. love that look. It's like everything is kind of like like the dust is kind of in the air, you know, mm. from destruction and everything, but there's still this beacon of light. Yeah. And I love that look. It just, it feels like, you know, this glimmer of hope and darkness, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not totally dark, 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 dark. It has this really unique, specific feel to it. And, and well, they've carried that through. It, yeah. yeah, they've really carried that through. Yeah, it's really kind of smudgy and there's some like... It looks like there's some floating dust particles in the foreground. I was yeah. looking at like these little white specks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's but it's still you know the background's kind of overcast, right. yeah. but it has this light to it. Like the sun is like it was cloudy, but it's breaking through. It's not like overcast where it's just that dome of gray. You can see the clouds, and the, but anyways, I'm going on and on about it. But yeah, any, I I just love that look. So I agree I'm glad that they maintain that. Yeah, and that was so that was great to see. That was exciting. I love those. We knew they were coming, so it was nice to see them before before Star Wars. Um, but, of course, the big news this week is Star Wars. Yeah. It'll be real. And so we're not the only ones who were excited about it. Zack Snyder was excited about it. That's right. And so he was out tweeting his excitement about Star Wars, doing little uh, – I don't know if he created them or if someone created them – these little kind of mashups of BVS and Star Wars. So there's uh, – you know the Bruce Wayne shot looking at the bat suit, but instead of the bat suit, it's Vader. You gotta love it. Very yeah. well done. Very well comped too. Yeah. And and then uh, the the shot you were talking about, where Superman's kind of floating above the the flood victims instead of Superman, it's a, an X wing. So yeah, it's, well, it's I mean cra- he's he's there, and it's uh, but then the the X wings actually fly overhead. I think above oh, him. The, oh, yeah, because they're actually they're like moving gifts. Oh, so, got it, got it. Yeah, but just I love it. I love it, and it says you know with the tagline "Stay on target," um, and you know that, that I love I love all this banter. You know, in between, I, I almost wish they they had that with Marvel. Obviously, they're a very direct competition, right? But you know, play nice, guys. Like the, they're yeah. we're all in this business. I mean, I'm sure Zack Snyder would love to make a Marvel movie. You know, yeah. and, and embrace those characters too. You know, mm-hmm. and and you know, uh, Joss Whedon or some of these other creators. You know, vice versa. It's like there's so much goodness in in all of these stories. You know, for to to choose sides, you can identify what you like the best. But you know, this just shows as a creator. You know, his excitement. For this other great genre, it doesn't all have to be, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, I only pay attention to Batman v Superman because that's, you know, the DC universe is my franchise. You know, right? right. To hell with that. You know, it's all goodness all around. You know, for sure. So love it. So check those. It's cool out. to see that excitement from him. That's right. Absolutely. That's a little more BVS news. So uh, kind of adding on to the idea that Lex Luthor is kind of like this real guy. There's now a Wired interview. 
with Lex, uh, and Lex actually shares his thoughts on Batman. Uh, so an excerpt from uh, Wired, Ron Troop, Troop, I'm going to say Troop, Ron Troop asked him, uh, and what are your thoughts on the Batman? He's human, presumably, to which Lex Luthor replied, Well, he is. In fact, I'd say he's all too human. Any objective analyst will tell you that his brand of justice vigilantism is painfully outmoded, designed to be affected in an age when the law carried billy clubs because crime carried knives. The most dangerous guy on the street worked in the shadows because he was cowardly and superstitious. <laughs> That's <clears throat> that's all you needed to play upon in order to disrupt their operations. You want to clean up the streets? Dress up like the boogeyman, switch on a fog machine, and lower your voice. Uh, this Ron Troop. I'm assuming that's – I don't know if that's like a, re- a real uh, writer actually. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's kind of confusing, right. which I may be, and I think that's actually even cooler. Um, and he replied, well, when you put it that way, it sounds ridiculous, to which Lex replied – it didn't when the Batman first appeared, but that was a long time ago. This is a new world, Ron, and it's time to get serious. Uh, he continues on in the interview in Wired Magazine, but definitely check that out. But I, I love this this building of of Lex as a real guy. Right. You know, it's, yeah. It's really cool. It's the this shot of him in front of his LexCorp helicopter with a leather jacket and sunglasses. Yeah. Like, dude, come on. You know, so it's, it's definitely a very new Lex. And for the people that are not liking... You know, the uh, Eisenberg, Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. um, you know, sorry, but I, I think that they're uh, shamelessly really playing up this side of him and I think doing very well. You yeah, know? I think yeah. It's well, and realistic. again, even if you're not digging his performance, like this this quote is great and it sounds yeah. very Lex, you know. he's He is downplaying the power of people like Batman so he can upplay his own. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, and it's it's very it's very well said, and you know, it's one of those things that you're like, he's kind of right, you know. Like yeah. it, it's it's cool because it's very convincing, you know. Which is the kind of guy that you hope Lex is going to be in this movie, like, right? Where no matter what side you're on, he'll find a way to get you on his. You know, mm-hmm. he'll be a, a clever wordsmith. Uh, so yeah, that was a great, great little deal. I don't know if there's anything I'm missing. I feel like there's maybe I don't know if there's the only other else. thing that uh, I'm not seeing on here is the fact that there was an Aquaman action figure that made oh. it, made the rounds. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. So uh, there, and it was a Brazilian Comic Con. They had all the BVS uh, merchandise out and about, and there is an action figure for Aquaman, and we got a great look at him. And yeah. uh, so. It, it gives us what we assume is kind of the full reveal of his costume and, again, kind of reinforcing the fact that we think we're going to see him in BVS. Well, we know we're going to see him. We just don't know to what extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but personally, I thought it looked great. You yeah. know, obviously the colors, I think, were a little amped up because it's a yeah. toy. yeah. Yeah, it looks like a very animated series for you know not animated series I shouldn't say that but like uh, kind of the Young Justice color yeah. palette. Yeah, well, like yeah, like like, that. like what's gold in the photo is on the figure like bright bright yellow. Yeah, so yeah. things like that. Yeah, um, but I thought it was great, and this is interesting. Is I have seen I have I have a Facebook friend who somehow has some of these toys already. Wow. So I don't know how. I need to ask him. But he got Wonder Woman uh, he's somehow. He's got an inside. What? Yeah, he got Wonder Woman. So I'm like, how did you get it? And I immediately went to Amazon and it said you could order them, but they said they wouldn't ship until for another month or two. So I was like, oh, well. Well, at that point. Yeah. yeah. You know, but So I don't understand how, how people have it. It's just weird that, you know, all these other toys and stuff, at least I think here in the U.S., but I thought it was worldwide, um, you know, you kind of get – the uh, the ad for it first, you know, the the release, you yeah, know, the, yeah, the preview of these things, and there was nothing with that Aquaman. I know nothing. It was just like, well, here's the figure. And it's here, like, what the here's hell? One. Well, and we knew that it, there was going to be a figure because I remember a, a long time ago, at least a year ago. I remember Momoa mentioning he got scanned for an action figure. Oh, okay. I remember that news, mm-hmm. but. That it was, you know, it was just one of those tiny little comments that he had made. Yeah, well, you know, it's like, well, they're obviously at some point going to make action figures of all these guys, right. you know. So it's like, who knows when that's coming? But out. I'll buy it. So. Hell yeah, darn uh, tootin'. Moving on to Suicide Squad. <laughs> yes, sir. There's we, an official synopsis. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's an interesting synopsis. Uh, yeah, not a it's it's very verbose. It is, and it's, and it's vague enough, so it still doesn't tell us much more than we already know, which is to be expected. 
Yeah. But uh, here's here it is. Here's what it says. It says, it feels good to be bad. Assemble a team of the world's most dangerous incarcerated supervillains, provide them with the most powerful arsenal at the government's disposal, and send them off on a mission to defeat an enigmatic, insuperable intent- entity. U.S. intelligence officer Amanda Waller has determined only a secretly convened group of desperate of disparate yeah dis- see not desperate of disparate despicable <laughs> individuals with next to nothing will lose nothing to lose will do however once they realize they weren't picked to succeed but chosen for their patent culpability when they inevitably fail will the suicide squad resolve to die trying or decide it's every man for themselves yeah it's a it's, it is it's a mouthful yeah it doesn't have a very good flow to it um, and I think that it's a lot written without saying a whole lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. It's very purposely, you know, enigmatic. The, one of the words that they use, you know, is uh, a very good way of describing this uh, official synopsis because, you know, it doesn't really tell us anything overall. I mean, it tells us a little bit about it, but, you know, it's like, I guess more just on the side of, um, you know, they weren't picked to succeed, but their patent culpability that they'll fail, you know. So we right. – where normally at least it's like they're trying to get them to succeed and the, you know, the outliers, if they go rogue or they don't, you know, they can be no big taken loss. care of. Yeah. Um, so that that is definitely a twist, but I have a feeling it's a lot more complicated than that and that this is actually still leading us down a really – Squirrely, it's like, well, this is—I don't know if that's right on. You know, yeah. there's obviously so much more to this. We don't know where the Joker lies in this, and so good on you. Well done, <laughs> well done, right. Warner Brothers. You sure threw us for a loop with that official synopsis. Yeah, you told us a lot to tell us nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Good right. stuff. Uh, moving on a little bit more on Suicide Squad. Uh, Tom Hardy. Uh, he was talking a little about um, how he was kind of forced out of Suicide Squad uh, because uh, The Revenant was uh, kind of on his plate. And uh, he interviewed with Variety and told them, uh, you know, how much that really bummed him out, uh, giving up uh, the Rick Flag role. Um, so basically, uh, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, just thumbing through this. But yeah, that he basically... Where's the quote? It's, it's at the top of the next Oh, section. okay. Oh, yeah. He said, yeah, punched right into that. Got And just like he talked, I love how he talks. It's always like just this crazy mouthful. It punched right into that. Yeah. Uh, got That got derailed for me. Was I bummed? Of course I was. I hate effing losing work. I kept bemoaning that they were losing me significant money on a daily basis. Actually, it was good for my character. Um, so probably talking about him and the revenant he's probably having to be kind of a a nasty my, person yeah my understanding in the revenant is he is a, a bastard so yeah. so that kind of made him a bastard knowing that he uh that being said the revenant looks amazing well and the the reviews have been outstanding so if you're going to lose a role at least, in yeah, at, least squad, you didn't, at least you didn't lose it for you know Gulliver's Travels with Jack. Yeah, Black. Pretty Woman too. Right. You know, yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty big one with uh, Leonardo Alvin DiCaprio. And five. <laughs> yeah, he he really, uh, you know, hey, but I I love that this guy. You know, again, I think most of his interviews, he's just he's an actor's actor. He's a passionate guy. He he wants to work. He wants to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he's aggressive in his career, and it's a shame that we, you know, won't get to see him as Rick Flag, but. There's no doubt that he could easily play another role in the and, DC well, and universe. that's the the silver lining is yep. that because he's not used as Rick Flag, he can come back in hopefully a bigger, better role. Well, much like Wonder Woman, you know, right. uh, Gal Gadot passed up the Fiora, you know, or had to pass up the Fiora role, and it's like, and now well, that Wonder worked Woman. out just fine, right. didn't it? Uh, so he you could know, be Guy Gardner. Yeah, hey, why not? Go for it. Tom Hardy. I say Ocean Master. Do Ocean Master. Ocean Master would be effing alley, if I may. So effing alley. <laughs> Tom Hardy, you dog. Uh, so that is honestly, I think, all we have as far as the main kind of movie news. Uh, 
I don't think there was any Wonder Woman stuff. I was, no, they're just yeah. shooting away, they're but shooting. we haven't seen or heard much new since then. We know it's happening, but at least we got those those images, you know, and some of those um, those shots uh, to kind of link us to what may be going on. And right. I can't wait to see. And we'll get more, which yeah. is exciting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on to a little bit of merch. Yeah, I love this first one. Yeah, this dude. first one is pretty awesome. They, they're hitting us where it hurts. At the it, breakfast table. Yes. <laughs> General Mills so good. is a releasing Batman v Superman breakfast cereal. Yes, sir. There seems to be a Batman cereal and a Superman cereal. There's, was, there should be a Wonder Woman one, too. I, I agree. I mean, it goes along with the title. And you never know. They could easily do that as well. Um, but, yeah, we get some uh, little white uh, or beige, you know, kind of looking, uh, not Cocoa Puffs, but uh, Puff cereal, like, shaped like the S kind of outline uh, insignia and then some chocolate strawberry uh, apparently uh, flavored Batman cereal it's that a weird like combo chocolate strawberry for it's, Batman it's a little bit yeah I've, I would have figured what's wrong with just, just go, chocolate yeah I would, I would think it'd just be <laughs> kind of a cow chocolate yeah. with bats in it you know but um, uh, hey why not okay but you know I'll buy both of them and I'll eat them every morning. Maybe I, it's because this is a bloodier, you know. Like this is this is a this is, is a that Batman. What that is? Yeah, he's not the afraid. The strawberry to get is the blood. It's the blood. Yeah, he's he's getting in there. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea, but I love this stuff, man. I love this kind of crap, um, just because you know. I think for many of us who, oftentimes on a Saturday morning, we'll buddy up with a bowl of our favorite breakfast cereal and watch some cartoons just for old time's sake or for you know not even old time's sake just for a regular yeah, thing to right. do because that's we're what giant should, children. That's what you should do Saturday morning anyway. <laughs> that is the appropriate action to take on any Saturday morning. Yeah exactly. So I, Yeah I'm going to buy them. I can't wait. Yeah. You, we don't know what flavor the Superman one is because the, the photo that made the rounds, you couldn't see it. Yeah. You could only see that Batman said chocolate strawberry. So Yeah, it's we'll a see. really like close up kind of spy looking photo, which is. If it's Superman, it should be vanilla. Yeah, it's it's funny because I'm like, is this going to be like a whole like a Wheaties? <laughs> like it, right. That would almost like I would be like that's pretty appropriate. Like that's I hope not because you know we want sugary goodness obviously, but you know sugar it up. If, if they just went for the Wheaties box soups, I'd be like, eh, it, it makes sense. <laughs> I can't wait. Yes, sir. Uh, moving on to a little bit of merchandise, uh, Lego has revealed uh, their final building sets for uh, the BBS movie. Uh, so they've got three more building sets tied to BBS. Uh, and uh, they're as follows. A Superheroes United Sky Battle, a uh, Superheroes Clash of Heroes set, and a Lego Superheroes Kryptonite Interception set. So the first set, the Sky High Battle. This is the Batwing. It is... It's uh, like kind of a Lexcopter yeah, or something. Yeah, a Lexcopter. And then the figures of Lois Lane, Lex Luthor, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. This one's going to be forty nine ninety nine On sale January 1st. Dude, I love, like, the if you look at Lex in it, like, his he's got, like, orange, like, Plastered kind of, he looks like such yeah. like a smarmy little creep, you know. Right. <laughs> like if I may, like I know it's not it's it's not the easiest to get the most uh, character representation out of Legos, you know. But right. but uh, they definitely nailed the sliminess of Lex with this little Lego guy. <laughs> uh, the following uh, set, the Clash of the Heroes, is definitely more focused on uh, the battle between Batman and Superman. Um, this looks like little some little like some kind of a kryptonite gun and some little kryptonite pieces mm-hmm. uh, and some sort of a it's kind of hard to see what that middle thing is like a his antenna and yeah it looks it just kind of looks like, like a, a, a stand or a base that has the bat sing signal on it yeah let's see okay well I can read it here it says uh, kryptonite bazooka with launch stick and a rotating exploding bat signal. Yeah, so it's it doesn't really give any details of what that little set is. What the little base is, yeah. yeah. My guess is that's you know something that will make possibly more sense once we see the movie. But you know they kind of go rogue with these yeah. things sometimes. But pretty cool, pretty. And cool. that one's the most affordable, twelve ninety nine. Yeah, also on sale January first. Yeah. And then the final one, Kryptonite Interception. This is the one that has uh, the Batmobile, the new Batmobile, and a LexCorp forklift for Kryptonite and a couple henchmen. And a Batman. This is kind of the middle of the road one, twenty nine ninety nine. All of these on sale beginning of January. Yeah, pretty cool. And it always makes you wonder 
you know, what these sets are potentially revealing. You know, we know Kryptonite yeah. is involved in the movie, obviously, at this point. But Kryptonite Interception, it's like, that seems like that could be leading to a scene in the movie where he is stealing Kryptonite or uh, keeping Lex from, from, from Lex stealing Cor- yeah. it or... I don't know. It's it's not necessarily Batman's way to steal, but you know if they're bad guys, it's not really. Well, stealing. if it's if it's keeping the kryptonite out of Lex's hands, it's an interception. Not then a it's theft. an interception. It's not a theft. <laughs> there's a there's a gray area. So yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. Love the Lego stuff, man. Right. Um, Scholastic Book Clubs announces Batman versus Superman and Wonder Woman books. Uh, so they've announced some new books for Batman v Superman, which also includes Wonder Woman. The backstory series delve into the lives of the superheroes and villains. So the first three titles on this are one is for Batman, one is for Superman, one is for Wonder Woman. They will be published in March, right in time for the release of the film. Here is the uh, – we'll go through the quick synopses of these these kids' books. Yeah. They look like kids' books, I assume. Yeah, they're kind of – they look like they're a little bit uh, – I mean, they're obviously called backstories. They're scholastic. Right. So they're they're probably kind of like the when they do those comic book adaptations. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, a comic book story but, you know, just a little bit of text. Right. Yeah, because they don't seem like they're direct BVS tie-ins. No. They're no. being made – and released at the time of the film, but they do not have the BVS logo anywhere. Yeah, they don't. They the characters don't look like they the, do in the movie. Yeah, they, and the artwork, like the artwork yeah. or comic art mm-hmm. instead of the promo art. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. But anyway, this is what it says: Batman. The Batman book is called Batman: Gotham City's Guardian. It says what was Bruce Wayne's childhood like? Why does he dress up like a bat? What compels him to protect Gotham City? How did he become the world's greatest detective? Who are his most trusted allies and fearsome foes? In this biography, complete with black and white illustrations, timelines, and fact boxes, young readers will delight in learning the complete history of Gotham's fearless protector. Yeah, so nailed it. I mean, it really is obviously like this is a 101. Um, yeah. Superman, the man of tomorrow. How did a child from another planet named Cal L become farm boy Clark Kent? What happened to his planet and his family? What powers does he possess and what are his weaknesses? Who are his most trusted allies and fearsome foes? In this biography, completed black and white illustrations, timelines, the fact boxes, young readers will delight in learning the complete story of Metropolis fearless protector <laughs> so we could probably skip the last line and the last one is one. Wonder Woman Amazon Warrior yes. Wonder Woman Amazon Warrior takes the traditional digest biography series format and shakes it up for a new generation well hey just in time for the new Batman vs. Superman movie featuring Wonder Woman who is Wonder Woman how did she become a powerful superhero what abilities does she use to fight for what is right in this biography complete with black and white illustrations <laughs> timelines and fact boxes Young readers will delight in learning the complete history of the awesome Amazon princess. But if you'll notice, Andy, these books stand on the actual BVS logo. They do. That's amazing. That's not true. One thing I I know about these books is they will delight young readers. They will. Absolutely. A thousand percent. That is obvious. They will be delightful. Uh, no, they don't stand on the BBS logo. That was a that was a callback from me being an idiot from previously. But it's just hilarious that they repeat that. Just to let you They've know, black and white illustrations timeline. Yes. Yeah, they they got it all lined up. It's kind of interesting how Wonder Woman's um, uh, hers is a lot more generic feeling, kind of that intro to mm-hmm. the, to it. Um, so you know, I think that. That is definitely saying something about, you know, Batman and Superman, you know, a planet named, you know, a, a, a child from another planet named Kal-El and all this stuff. They give you a little bit more details into his yeah. backstory, but also based off the idea that there's obviously been already major motion pictures of these two characters. Right. So playing the idea that people really, uh, you know, so the Wonder Woman, I think, is probably a fan, really a fantastic one for a lot of people who don't know a lot about it's Wonder time Woman. time to get the kids excited about Wonder Woman. That's right. Uh, so so check those out uh, from Scholastic Book Clubs. Get the backstories. They will delight young readers. <laughs> they that, will. that they will. That they will. Moving forward. Yeah, Hot Toys. Hot you got to love these yeah. guys, man. They, they make the, the uh, action figures for us big kids who demand that high quality. Uh, so they have revealed uh, their Batman v Superman figures and as always they look fantastic and have uh, tons of accessories uh, you know yeah that's what I was looking at like I'm, I'm looking at all the little accessories that come with the Batman figure because it's amazing and it comes with that cannon that we see him holding at the end of the trailer that does have some fans kind of 
he's holding a gun. And yeah. like, haven't we learned by now that things often Batman holds gun like weaponry yeah, that's not lights a gun and yeah. you know magnetic pulses. Um, but it has it, so I was like, ooh, like what is it? Does it say what it is? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, but yeah, so you've got you've got the traditional Batman, you've got Superman, you've got a Batmobile. Um, and then they started teasing an armored Batman as well, mm-hmm. coming soon. Yeah, so, you know they're going to do that. Yeah, as always, the sculpts on these are fantastic. The faces look amazing. They look... Yeah, they've got the interchangeable brows and, mm-hmm. and mouths. They have this one for Batman where he's got his like his teeth bearing. It's like this really intense look. I didn't I didn't put all the images here, but definitely check them out. It's the Batman one is receiving a little bit of criticism um, based off of kind of the way that you know they really try and make it look like a suit on a guy. Uh-huh. And so I think this is instead of like just the skin form, I think they actually tried to use materials. So some people are complaining that he looks a little bulky, and when you do see him standing next to um, Cavill Superman, he looks a little less lean. Right. Uh, but we yeah. do know that his body type in this is he is kind of this massive, bulked out Batman. So my guess is that they'll hear that and kind of maybe make some adjustments to the figure. But all in all, just really over the top nailed it. And they also, it looks like they have a, a six scale uh, Tech Cal if you pre order uh, these. If you pre order Batman and Superman. Yeah, yeah. Which, apparently you get a. a uh, six scale Batman tech cowl, yeah. but that's a it's, that's a pretty penny. Those are never yeah, cheap. Yeah, that's if you're asking for those for uh, an advance uh, Christmas present uh, mm-hmm. or a belated, uh, latent Christmas present, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all you're asking for for Christmas, uh, unless you got some rich family members, cause, <laughs> or some very generous ones at the very least. But we love these, man, uh, and like most of these, I think. I'm just going to enjoy them from afar. From afar, yeah, yeah. And wish upon a star that one day I might have something as cool as this. But I don't know if you noticed that the base for Batman is wait, actually wait. the BVS logo. Are you kidding me? It wait, actually so is. Wait, wait a second. Is it the base is actually the. Wait. <laughs> Word. <laughs> it actually even pops out. It actually out. is, yeah. It pops out, but it, it really actually is the BVS logo. For real. Before we move on, I just want to point out... No, I'm not going to do it. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Batman v Superman to release a tech manual that explains all of those wonderful toys. So, um, you know, every time Batman hits the big screen, there's always a new Batmobile, gadgets, toys, suit, Batcave, everything. Yes. So, it's hard to keep up with it. There is a book coming out, a tech manual, that's going to explain all of that. So, this Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice tech manual... Will cost thirty nine ninety five. We'll explore all of Batman's gadgets, Wonder Woman's weapons, and Superman's well, whatever Superman's got going on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty uh, interesting that they're doing this. I don't know. It'll be really. I'm very curious to see how deep they delve into the tech of these things. My guess is it'll be a lot of imagery. I mean, it's the it's Warner Brothers teaming up with DC Comics, obviously. So DC Comics is writing it. I doubt we'll get into the. It's not going to be like an engineering manual, by right? Any yeah, means. yeah. Um, but you know, I think one of the things that always comes up too, just like I, oh, I've gotten to the discussion multiple times uh, with one of my buddies about Batman's eyes lighting up and why that helps. And what the and I said, well, it's aesthetics. It's aesthetics, yeah, yeah. you know. And and sure, I'm sure they can find a way to explain it to some means. But he's like, well, you know, lights behind in front of the eyes. If it's a screen, if it's a monitor, he's looking through. Then there's no reason for lights to be there, mm-hmm. you know. And if they were pointed in towards him, that's blinding. So that's counterproductive. And I'm like, well, why does he have bad ears? Like it's aesthetics. And he's like, well, that could be explained by antenna. And I'm like, well. I agree, but at the same time, it's like just because it's easier to explain doesn't mean yeah. it's not for aesthetics. Right, right. They're still for aesthetics. So um, we love the look of those glowing white eyes uh, under the cowl. So I don't really need that big of a reason, but my guess with the the look of this tech cowl, um, this kind of piece that we saw at Comic-Con, uh-huh. it will probably have some of that explanation in there. So hopefully right. they are doing their homework and research and – BSing their way through whatever makes sense so that I don't have to try and BS my way through yeah. some sort of reasoning behind it anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, this book hits shelves on March 22nd, just a few days before the film. And uh, it does feature interviews with concept artists, the film's weapons master, the mechanic for the Batmobile, and Zack Snyder himself. Oh, yeah. 
Looks pretty rad. Uh, let's see. I so think now that's we're it. on to listener feedback. That's right. Yeah, we uh, we had a good amount of listener feedback, obviously, after the uh, the trailer dropped. Right. Um, so sorry to make you guys wait for all this stuff, but I'm glad because, uh, you know, overall, it's uh, it's pretty positive stuff. And, uh, you know, it's nice to get a good chunk of this, this stuff that we can talk about. So uh, Davius, frequent listener, he wrote to us. I can't remember if we actually got to this one last time. I think he. I don't think this. so. But um, doesn't look familiar. Yeah, he he had Adavius. You had commented last time just uh, after or just before. I guess the trailer dropped, uh, and then we got a comment. But you decided to write us again and say, just dropping in one more time to comment on the negativity surrounding this new trailer. I'm sure a good percentage of it is trolling, but I've heard voices on other podcasts that aren't even about comic book movies or movies at all state that they can't wait for this movie to come out so they can hate on it. SMH, I don't understand that aspect, just hating on something with no legitimate complaints. We obviously agree with you, Adavius. There are those who don't like DC characters or Zack Snyder, or this movie doesn't have the version of Superman, for example, that they want to see. This movie looks like it's going to be amazing, and I can't wait to be there to see it. I'm at a point that I just turn off when I hear the negative comments. These people will not steal my joy. I just want this film to do tremendous box office so we get more from the DCEU. All right, guys, that's what I wanted to say. So as always, great show. Keep it up. Thank you, Audavius. I think we... uh we're, we're right there with you. Yeah, we, yeah. we inadvertently kind of addressed that at the beginning of the show is mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's it's crazy that, that there's just a huge group of people who they don't even want to give the movie a chance. They don't even want to be pleasantly surprised. They just want to hate it. And it's yeah. just – and it baffles me. It's unbelievable. It's so silly. It's like and, – and to your point, when I, when I see a lot of that, I just kind of look the other way because it's like if you engage it – it just makes it worse, and it just gives them more of a platform. And, and like, don't rain on my parade. Just let me be excited. Well, the truth of it is I think most of these guys won't be swayed. They don't want to be swayed. You know, yeah, they don't that's just it. They, exactly. They don't want to be impressed. They, they, they literally want to hate it. Yeah. So it's, it's not one of those things that – I mean, it, you could have literally I, – I always think about things like this and go, what if this was the movie that came out in 1989? Mm-hmm. And and that and and the Keaton Batman came out now. You know, what what would the reaction be? And I and my guess is it'd be exactly the same. There would be the same people hating on this new incarnation of Batman because they would identify with that incarnation of Batman and say, you know, especially at that time, if you think about this Batman we're getting, this is more akin to when The Dark Knight Returns came out as a comic book. Mm-hmm. The Keaton Batman in '89 was. Tim Burton's own thing, you know, it was, we hadn't seen the all black suit Batman, this movie version of Batman ever before that became the standard, but this black and gray version of Batman that we're seeing now is actually more on point with that. So it's easier to see those comparisons. I think at that time. And, and for me, why I think, you know, again, it's just some people don't want to be impressed. Like you said, they don't want to be convinced. They don't want to like it and that's fine, but don't ruin it for the rest of us. You know, Or if you want to be convinced, have a discussion about it. Don't just rant and hate. Like mm-hmm. that's just there's 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 nothing constructive about it, you know. So I love talking to people who don't like this when they really want to talk about it mm-hmm. and tell me why they don't like it. Because then maybe there's a chance for me to say, Well, I like it because of this and they go, Oh, I never thought about it that way. That's a discussion. You right. Know? But right. The, just the flat out hate, we're with you, man. It's it's a pain. It's it's really disappointing. Yeah. I'm like I'm I'm so I sound like a parent. I am so disappointed in the people who that's the stance they're taking on this film. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not for you, I totally respect that and I and I don't hate you for it, but yeah, again, just to just to go off just to just to be a dick about it. Like it's yeah. just there's why? Why, you know? Spread some light. Yeah, well, know? like, I, you know, as soon as the trailer came out, I changed my cover photo to that Trinity shot. Mm-hmm. And someone very close to me posted some negative Nancy. And I was like, delete. I don't, like, you want to be a jerk about it? Don't be a jerk about it on my excited post. Yeah. You know, be yeah. a jerk about it on your own page, but you don't get to be a jerk at it in my house. Yeah, totally. That's my house. It's my get house. Out. Get out. Get <laughs> out. Uh, all right, a quick one here from listener Eric Dobbins. Eric said, oh, oh my yeah, God, nice. you guys are great. 
Woo-hoo. Thanks, buddy. He says, who does your artwork? Love the Mr. Freeze artwork. That is the one and only Jamie Magoo. Yeah, thanks, man. He yes. does that. Sometimes uh, I know I've missed a couple uh, artwork, uh, getting the new artwork out in the past. But, um, yeah, when I can, I scramble these things together. Or sometimes I've done some that have taken a, a while. But it's just a great excuse for me to draw Batman or do Batman-y stuff. So thanks, thanks for appreciating it. It's uh that one was actually really quick to do, and it was just an idea I had, and so that was actually great. So <laughs> maybe I'll make some more like that. That's uh, not such a time killer all the time. <laughs> but thanks. Well thanks, done. Eric. Appreciate it. Well done. Uh, following up, Andy P., another regular listener, he uh, – Wanted to talk a little bit more about the VBS trailer, and he said, I just wanted to get one more thing out, an observation about the trailer. Let me know if you guys agree with me on this. I think during the last week sequence of the trailer, right after the Doomsday reveal, there's so much editing trickery going on that we don't ever see a moment that's actually in the film. This comment is mostly aimed at people who are upset about the whole Wonder Woman saves Batman reveal. I could be wrong, but I don't think it happens like they lead us to believe in the trailer. I don't even think we actually saw Wonder Woman's first appearance. When Batman has his oh shit moment, if you look behind him, there is a building right there behind the Batplane. Next time you see him, supposedly after Wonder Woman saves him in the cockpit, he's nowhere near the the plane or the building. I'm just saying that I think people are jumping to conclusions, and I think the sequence of the trailer didn't give too much away about a sequence that will blow our minds in the movie. Have a good one, guys, and thanks for your exhaustive trailer analysis, Andy P. Uh, Thank you, Andy. what do you think? I 100% agree with you, Andy totally. B. I think you're right. I think there there is some tricky editing going on, especially in that sequence, because you're right. It appears – the way it's edited is that it appears Doomsday is about to open fire on Batman while he's in the cockpit. Batman raises his hands, and then the way it's cut is it's made to look like Wonder Woman saves him. Mm-hmm. But you're right, because then when he goes, when Superman says, I thought she, you know, is she with you? And Batman says, I thought she was with you. Batman is not in the cockpit, They're and he's now up. has a weapon in yeah, his hand. Yeah. So those are. Either he's really fast. Yeah. <laughs> those are absolutely two separate moments in the film mm-hmm. that were cut together to give an effect in the trailer. So you're right. I'm not too concerned about being, you know, too much being given away because. I think there is a lot of that going on. Well, I think it goes on in every trailer, but it, especially in this trailer where we don't know the order of things. And so, yes, we saw we do see a moment where Wonder Woman deflects a massive blast with her shield, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But is it going to happen exactly the way the trailer presents it? I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. I, I, it seems almost, it, you know, the scene with him in the Batmobile, I, I was kind of looking at it. I, I, I actually had read this previously, Andy, and rewatched it as a result. Um, and the the lighting and everything of when Doomsday is powering up uh, versus when, you know, it shows Batman, it seems pretty in sync. But my guess is not the first time that he's going to be doing this. So, yeah, it, they they are so good at doing this sort of thing now. And I, I really hope it is that way because I love when they do that. I hate it when they give too much away. Or sometimes it's fantastic we see these scenes and they're not even in the freaking movie. Like... Mm-hmm. That wouldn't that be even you know fantastic? Like that this is just kind of a promo for the relationship they're going to have, but maybe it won't actually end up that way, or uh-huh. that reveal, or the intro won't be the same. Um, so agreed, a thousand percent. You know these guys uh, are really good at making things uh, seem um, like. Like what am I trying to say? What's the phrase? Things aren't always what they seem. That's, exactly. That's the way to say that in English. There's more than meets the eye. Yeah, that's right, Transformers. Uh, and then now a little from Dave. From Dave. All right. Dave says, hey, guys, just wanted to ask what you think the Batman v Superman filmmakers feel about the negative criticisms of the trailer or teaser have received. Do you think they're at all concerned or maybe disheartened that there seems to be a segment of fandom that are determined not to like this movie? The critiques are starting to wear thin, and if there is this much nitpicking about the trailers, I shudder to think what's in store for the actual movie. They must be so envious of the Force Awakens team as their trailers have received nothing but love from the fans. Thank you, and keep up the great work. Ah, mm. uh, Dave. Um, I think, I think that they're probably. God, I don't know. It's, I want to say that, that, yeah, I'm sure it bums them out sure. if it gets – I know it would bum me out, but I have a pretty thin skin when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like I, I would get bummed out. But 
I wonder how much of them is bummed out and I wonder how much of them is like, you know what? Just wait and see the movie. Just wait and see. I think that these guys know enough. I kind of think about it in terms of when they coached Ben Affleck after revealing that they, right. he was going to exactly. be Batman. They basically – they knew that people would come around and they had a vision for it and they know that they have to be steadfast enough in their vision to let people come around to it and not the other way around uh-huh. because – if you're constantly adapting based off of the reactions, people's initial reactions, you'll never make anything worthwhile. You'll have this melded, mush, right, right. designed you know, by yeah. committee and the public version of this character that will be tenfold worse than anything. So you think yeah. you hate this character yeah. now if you do. Or if this you make now. a movie just trying to appease the fans – God help you. Yeah. You know, like that's going to be really rough. It's like every single time there's a Disney movie that comes out and there's always a scene or a part in it that is a very difficult scene. Always. Every freaking movie. I took my kid to see a Disney movie and, you know, there's this death and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they're like, this isn't how Disney movies used to be made. I'm like, oh, really? Have you seen Bambi? Because right, right. it ain't all joy and glee. Every single Even one of these Snow movies. White from the first. From the first, from the very get-go, Snow White, absolutely. Yeah. It's these are you cannot, you know, people you understand their reaction, mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to drag people through kicking and screaming to give them something good. And I think that these guys know they have to listen to some of it because if it's resoundingly yeah. like ah, insane and, and I'm sure that there's people they listen to people uh, in particular, just like we do. If you make something, you know, some rando guy who is, you know, saying something bad about it that you don't know, mm-hmm. it's going to piss you off. But it's your friends and the people that are closest to you or people whose opinion that you respect. If they start saying negative things or they start saying, well, you need to do this, that, that's going to be the how you're affected, I think, mostly. So I think in that way, that's probably what these guys are doing. They know that there are people that are going to be very – critical you yeah. know if it's i i wouldn't say it's funny because it's just i feel like it's the vocal minority thing i i mean i think that there's obviously like you mentioned the force awakens really got a resoundingly thumbs up overall but mm. the what, most of the reaction that i saw when i when i looked up this trailer the people's reactions to it the bvs one uh-huh it was like two pages of solid thumbs up uh-huh. and then it was after the fact that that kind of negativity train got rolling yeah that's when people started piling on mm-hmm. so and like you said it seems like it's fizzled out so you know it's it's one of those things that i think that they see this too they see this same stuff too or they probably have people that are paying attention to this stuff and reporting to them saying what's the consensus what are what are the consistencies good and bad that people are saying about this those yeah. are the things maybe we pay attention to and otherwise you got to keep going on with the mission. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think there's there's something to be said for just sticking to your guns and and doing your thing. And I think that that's something that Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers in DC right now are doing extremely well. Yeah. Is is they are taking creative risks, mm-hmm. and I respect that and I appreciate that. But the cost of taking creative risks is knowing that people will not everybody's going to get on board with that. Mm-hmm. You know, like. They're not going the safe route. And because of that, it's going to divide more people than if you were to just do what everyone expected. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not to – I mean, let's just say there are other movies out there that do that, that take an extremely safe route, go by the numbers, Mm -hmm. makes it – you know, it makes a nice little crowd pleaser and nobody can really say anything bad about it. But it also is really hard to get excited about. Well, and everyone forgets it. You know, those so, kinds of movies, yeah. they, 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 what, they come out, and if they do end up being that way, you know, yeah. they don't so, last So, yeah, time. without naming names, there are movies like that recently in the genre that are extremely by the numbers, so they're safe. They played it safe. Everybody can like this. You can take your grandma. You can mm-hmm. take your son. Mm-hmm. But they're not bad movies. Not, they're, they're not just... bad movies, but it's, not, you know, it's just it's kind of bland. Yeah. At least Snyder and company are are – they're swinging for the the fences, yeah. and I respect that. But again, the the downside is when you are taking risks, you run the risk of not everybody getting on board. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure it's frustrating for them. It's fr- Lord knows it's frustrating for us because yeah. we can't wait to see how this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but you ca- you can't make your movie to please the the loud people on the internet. You just can't. You you can't listen to yeah. You can't listen to. I mean, 
I know people that I respect and I think that are cool that don't like Star Wars. That's insane to me. Like, I'm like, really? You know, or that don't – I love Lord of the Rings. That They think those movies are so stupid. And I'm like, well, most of the world thinks you're stupid actually for <laughs> thinking that. But that's their opinion. And right. that's fine. But, I mean, it's – in that realm, you, you just – you got to go with what you know or what you – Everything you just said, anyways. So we've touched on it enough, but yeah, it's got to be tough for them. It's got to be yeah, tough. It's got to be poor guys. Uh, which, which is why I mean, I think that they are at least aware enough that this trailer wasn't a across the board crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. That I think that kind of confirms that we will get another trailer because mm-hmm. I think they're going to want to cut one that is just that It'll- is just a huge. Bombastic, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll get a definitely a much more sizzle because this this one I think that what we liked about it, it did have a lot of slow moments, you know, and a lot yeah. of character building yeah. in it. And yeah, there'll there'll definitely we'll get our Transformers trailer. I'm yeah. sure, which I don't. Again. I mean, again, I don't want. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want, but um, it'll happen. They got to sell it, you know. It's it's business. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Dave just did a quick follow-up asking, what day do we record so he knows when to ask questions? <laughs> so, so So real quick, generally we record on the Friday before this is released. So this generally gets released Monday morning. We usually record the Friday prior. Mm-hmm. So if you have questions, just uh, get it to us by Thursday night, and, yeah. we, and we can usually add it. Every to once the, in a while, we have to record Thursday. So if it doesn't make the cut, we'll make we'll you know do it the following week. Um, but yeah. Uh, you know, we'll keep we'll keep reading them off. It's one of our favorite parts of doing the show. Yeah. Moving on, little little uh, the last one here from Eric. Do you want to read this one, Andy? Sure. He said, "Wow, a lot of feedback this week. <laughs> Hopefully, mine makes the cut. It makes the cut, Eric. It, it Good does. job. It does. First off, I love the trailer, and for me, it gets better and better with each watch. Upon its debut, the Trinity shot left me double fist pumping in the air for about twenty seconds, like a crazy person. <laughs> I'm glad my wife wasn't there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, mine was pretty similar. <laughs> Except mine's on the internet for you to watch. Well, my, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my girlfriend was there, and she wasn't by, surprised by me doing any of that stuff. Right. So. Uh, the more and more I watch the trailer, it's clear there's a ton of clever editing. Mm-hmm. So much so that I'm starting to believe that the trailer was edited in a way where it would be more accessible to general audiences. It feels very linear from point A to point B to point C. But if I were to guess, I think BBS is going to be way more sophisticated than that. We've seen several things that have no explanation as of yet, and I think when cutting the trailer, they had to make it in a way that would be easy to digest. Like Man of Steel, I think BVS is going to be nonlinear. And honestly, I almost feel sorry for those people out there who simply do not get what DC and Warner Brothers are doing with this universe. They are working to redefine the genre. The film looks amazing, and I am sure it will be unlike anything we have seen in this genre to date. Ah, sl- hashtag flipper slap is real, Eric Kruer. <laughs> the flipper slap is real, Eric. Um, so, yeah, no, yeah. no, that, it was, it's actually, I totally forgot I had seen a quote, and I wish I could remember who it was from, um, but it was somebody involved in production that basically made a comment on uh, the fact that he said something to the effect of, "If if everyone thinks that what they've seen is the the full story synopsis uh, based off that trailer, yeah, they're they're in for a big a big surprise." Yeah, um, and so which I think we all know, yeah, they, we all, they wouldn't give yeah. away the biggest reveal in that trailer if that was it. Yeah, so we agree, you know, yeah, the the, the people that think this is just going to be this cut and dry. I mean, I would be disappointed if it was this way, you know. Not yeah. not too disappointed because I still am excited for the movie, but I I know that there's more to it, right? So well, and the other thing, and the other thing that bugs me is that even if the Doomsday Battle is the final battle, mm-hmm. which honestly I think it is, I do. I think that's the final battle, mm-hmm. um, and people are so pissed and so appalled that mm-hmm. you would put it in the trailer. I'm like, how many trailers include parts of the final battle? In the trailer. Mm-hmm. Everything? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I don't understand why. It's the double standard that gets me. Is like. They want spoilers, but they don't want spoilers. Yeah, like, well, it's just like, it's like, we're okay when the Avengers 
all the you know most of the action shots in the Avengers trailer are from the final battle. Mm-hmm. We they even gave away Hulk catching Iron Man, which is the finale of yeah. the final battle. Yeah, they gave that away. Yeah, and nobody cared because we were excited. Yeah, we we're excited. And I'm not saying you should have been mad. I mean, I still wish they wouldn't have showed Hulk catching Iron Man, but sure. whatever they did, mm-hmm. still loved the movie. Nobody nobody was bitching. Yeah, they gave away the big huge Leviathans. Yeah, nobody bitched. Yeah. But people, because they've got their knives out for this movie, they just want to bitch. So mm-hmm. we'll bitch about that. Yeah, totally. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, so, so, yeah, all we can say is we're out here talking positively about this movie, you know. just that. <laughs> But not about the people who aren't. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. But, I mean, you're, you're giving criticism constructively. You're not just saying. It's more just my own frustration because I'm just – I'm so excited about it. I don't think that anything that they have done – has been against the rules or too much, and yet for some reason they're well, you're being taken you're picking apart their arguments and yeah. their criticism, you yeah. know. And so we're not being nasty to to people who are being that way for no reason, you know. We're we're criticizing them for being overly critical or, or critical of something and without any backing, or you yeah. know, when, when other examples completely, like you said, you know, uh, got away with flying colors with this sort of thing. So uh, yeah, just just you know what. Keep the nerd flag high, you know, just keep your head up. Don't worry. There's tons of people out here who are super excited for this movie. They're just not usually the loudest ones on the internet, you know. It's just like news, you know. Good news doesn't make the, the front page, you know. It's like, it's always the worst crap. So, you know, all the people that are spreading the negativity and the hate, that's always going to make the top of the feed because that's going to create the most conversation, blah, blah, blah. But we assure you that there's plenty of positivity out there i mean they wouldn't be making this movie if there wasn't you know yeah, like there's yeah. tons of people well, and, and again it, it speaks a lot to the movie itself that any scrap of news makes headlines you yeah. know they made headlines with posters two days before star wars yeah or one day yeah one day before star day wars before they star released wars. the posters yep. and people still cared even mm-hmm. though we were about to see star wars yeah so exactly. like it, there there is so much interest and excitement around this movie with you know Despite the people who don't want to be. Mm. So that's what I focus on. I can't wait. You know, it's just last night when I was sitting there waiting for Star Wars to start, Mm -hmm. I can't help it. My brain goes, oh, and then and then in three months, we're going to just be sitting here waiting and we're going to be like, oh, it's almost about to happen. It's about to happen. Yeah, we're going to have this moment again, this excitement, like, oh, my God, I'm about to watch this movie. Yeah, Yeah. because I was like, I'm about to see the big Star Wars letters go. And oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. And then I'm like. Oh, and in a few months, then I'm going to do that with Batman. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> so amazing. T- what a time. I know. Exactly, man. So we are more than excited. So keep the excitement going, guys. Um, and, you know, go out and support Star Wars, too. They're, I hear they're hurting for money out there. Yeah. You, <laughs> on that they've been flying under the radar. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty subtle. Uh, you know, but, yeah, uh, you know, embrace all of the goodness, guys. You know, yeah. just in this holiday season, because this is going to be our last of the year, I think. Probably, uh, yeah. You know, ha- happy holidays, happy new year to you guys. Uh, and, and keep the positivity flowing, you know. Keep that negativity out of there. There's, there's enough going on in this world, if I may be so... Uh, if I may be tree hugging in that moment, uh, but yeah, uh, as always, guys, thank you guys for checking in with us. Um, that wraps up all the news for this week and for this year and next year. We are going to have a Batman v Superman movie and a Suicide Squad movie, uh-huh. and it's it's going to be wonderful. And just just a great magic, time. yeah. So just, so much good. So just so just look forward to that in the new year. Be safe out there during the holidays. Don't forget to check out all the other podcasts on the Batman Universe Podcast Network. And uh, Holy Badcast, the sister show, uh, yeah, Andy's show that yeah. he just we just did an episode on your and our favorite Christmas movie, Batman Returns. That's right. We did so a deep, deep dive into we that. We did, sucker. we did. If you want three hours of Batman Returns talk, <laughs> then check out Ad nauseum. Yeah, check out the new episode of Holy Batcast. And what's cool is is Mr. Jamie Magoo here joined me on that one. It's been a while since he had been on that yeah, show. Yeah, so thank you. if you if you don't listen to that one because you're like, I only listen to Andy when he's with Jamie, well, <laughs> This one, you're double you're Jamie, two double Jamies, two Jamies yeah. on this two one. Two Jamies, it's but yeah, madness. I felt a little bad because it's like it is three hours of talking about Batman Returns, and 
anytime I go past like 90 minutes, I, I have guilt. Yeah. Because I feel like, oh my God, who do I think I am bothering, I wasting people's time? But fortunately, so far, people have been like, three hours? That's amazing. I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad you're not like, screw this guy. No, dude. Well, I don't even know how we did it. But it like, been, it, it could have kept going. It could have kept thing. going. Yeah. Well, it, it's insane. I had I, half a page no of notes I didn't even get to. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I didn't know that we were going to be able to. We did, you did one the previous year that we talked about that movie, but, you know, these, we're, we're excited about this stuff. So, anyways, you know, you've got plenty of podcasting, uh, uh, content for you during this holiday season. Yeah, I'll until keep, the, you, keep you busy it, until the new year. Yeah, that's right. Until the next year. Uh, but on behalf of Jamie, on behalf of Jamie, but on behalf of Jamie, on behalf of me too, me as well, on behalf of Andy, I have been Jamie. Thank you guys. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. This has been the Batman Universe. Merry Christmas, everybody. Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham. Ah, good stuff. On behalf of Jamie. And, good, and goodwill towards Jamie. And Jamie. <laughs> Mostly and Jamie. Jamie. And Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, thanks, bud.